Well, hello there. You're listening to Wife Goes On, a woman's wellness guide to thriving after adversity. And I'm your host, Tay Flowers of Tay's Travel Club. I'm a part-time lifestyle and travel blogger, and I heard you back there mumble. Why is a blogger talking to me about life and wellness? Well, I'll tell you why. In my most recent past, I went through a public, to me at least, divorce, and many ladies asked me, how do you do it? How do you have so much joy? How do you smile every day? How did you move on? Well, this podcast will tell you my secret, ladies, and give you ideas and tools and tricks and homework on how to move on from such a dreadful part of your life, too. Each short episode will dive into one of the eight dimensions of wellness each week and explore how we can make changes to it to improve our overall health. So stay tuned to hear stories, guest interviews, and comments and letters answered. Go and get on my email list so you can get updates of my free episode and go follow me on Instagram, DM me, so we can go ahead and talk about it. Hey ladies, so this week we're going to talk about emotional wellness, personal growth, and healing tips. And um, I have about eight of them. I just want to say, well, number one rather, which is going to be the tip for every single dimension that I that I speak about. It's it's been mentioned before. Seek professional help and get um, great support like from family and friends. I'm going to say this all the time. I am not a professional when it comes to many of these things. I got you for drugs because I'm a pharmacist, but When it comes to the dimensions of wellness, you have to seek professional help. Don't hesitate to reach out to a therapist or a counselor who specializes in divorce-related issues. They can help guide you and provide you with tools to help you cope with your emotions and navigate the complexities of divorce, life after divorce, and help you develop healthier coping strategies. And when I say build a support network, lean on your friends and family for emotional support, the ones you trust, you know, sharing your feelings and experiences with loved ones can be incredibly cathartic and can strengthen your emotional resilience. Surround yourself with people who uplift you and support you during this challenging time. Um, I know sometimes you kind of get a little... uh, I don't want to say beside yourself, but you're unsure of who to trust and who you can um, confide in or just vent to because you can't have too much leak out, especially if you've been together for a long time and you have mutual friends. So make sure you identify the people who you know for a fact um, is on your side. And, And I don't want to say on your side, but will not share your your information, your your venting, your ranting, your your emotions that you've let them know about. Make sure you find someone that you trust to uh, be a gatekeeper of your words. Now, number two, allow yourself to grieve. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't done this because I think I'm in another stage. I'm not sure, but Divorce signifies the end of a significant chapter in your life, and it's essential to give yourself permission to grieve. Allow yourself to feel the range of emotions from anger and sadness to relief and even hope. 
Grief is a natural part of the healing process and acknowledging your feelings is a crucial step towards emotional wellness. Now, let me say this. I have not done number one, which was seek professional support because I was automatically in mom mode and I want to make sure my kids had the support. I do not know how to talk kids through a divorce. And so I knew they needed professional help. Now, when it comes to me being able to get professional help and allowing myself to grieve, I think I skipped that step. Um, I have not cried yet. I tell my kids this often, but I'm also not a crier. So I'm not even sure if I was supposed to grieve because I'm not really a person that sits down and is sad. I'm more of a person that would be, I probably sad for like two hours and then I get up and say, okay, what do I do next? What, 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 how do I fix this or how do I move on? That's always been me since I was a child. I'm really not a person who, who sticks on something that makes me sad or makes me want to cry. Let me, let me say that because later on, you're going to know what I will stick to. Okay. Number three, self-care is not selfish. Prioritize self-care to nurture your emotional well-being, whether it's taking time to get your nails or hair done, practicing mindfulness, taking up a new hobby, maybe learning a new language, or simply getting enough rest. Self-care is vital because by taking care of yourself, you'll be better equipped to handle the emotional challenges that arise during and after the um, your divorce. Um, number four, practice mindfulness and gratitude. Mindfulness techniques such as meditation and deep breathing can help you stay present and manage overwhelming emotions. Also, create a daily gratitude practice. Reflect on the positive aspects of your life, no matter how small they may seem. Gratitude can shift your focus from what you've lost to what you still have. And remember that emotional wellness after divorce is a process and it's normal to have ups and downs. Be patient and compassionate with yourself. Healing takes time and every individual's journey is unique. On that note, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Hey ladies, just a little reminder, go on ahead and give your girl a review on podchaser.com. Just search for Wife Goes On and leave a review. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, let's zip through the last four. Number five, embrace self-discovery. Use this time to rediscover yourself and reconnect with your passions and dreams that may have taken a back seat during your marriage. Exploring new hobbies and activities can be a fulfilling way to build a stronger sense of self. And and I say this with great happiness because this is how I reconnected with travel. As a child, I would credit my mom to domestic travel. And with my father being in the military, I would credit him with international travel. And no matter what, I loved moving and and seeing new environments, new cultures, learning about them. I I didn't get a chance to learn different languages, but well, except for German, but the travel part has really shaped me. And of course, as a new graduate from college, new wife, new mother, we had a lot of things happen all at once. I really kind of put travel to the back burner. But now as you can see, after the divorce, I picked it back up and 
I want to give my kids the same experiences my parents allowed me to have growing up. And they enjoy it, even though they may nag and say, no, mom, I don't want to do it. They sometimes ask me, mom, when can we go back with you? And when can we do this? So they enjoy it. And I'm glad to be able to provide that to them. But it did not start off like that. This new, I'm, I'm going to say new hobby of traveling, which is more of a style of traveling, uh, was more of a celebration of my emancipation from the devil. And so it was celebrating women who have gotten through things, who have gone through things, who are still going through things that I connected with. And they, not only if if they wanted to travel with me, they wanted me to plan their travel for them so they can experience life in the way that they saw me experiencing life. And I decided to make money off of it. So I monetized my hobby. But the self-discovery where I went back and revisited the travel that I love, the speaking to women about how we can move on, how we can move forward, and talking about things like this, especially on like on the podcast, that is what fulfills me. And it makes me feel stronger and closer to not only my kids, but myself. And that's very important. Number six, focus on co-parenting. If you have children, prioritize open and effective communication with your ex-partner regarding co-parenting responsibilities. A healthy co-parenting relationship contributes to your children's well-being and reduces potential sources of stress, especially emotional distress, especially for the kids. Now, I do not engage in this only because my other half is not uh, focused on co-parenting like I am. It's easier for me because he's not in the state that I'm in. And so, and and also in my divorce, I have the ultimate decision-making authority. So whatever I say, go pretty much within reason, of course. Um, but I do see it happen. I do see it often. I see where couples are or ex-couples that say are co-parenting. They're married again and still being able to to foster that healthy relationship with the other parent for their kids. I see them doing it for their kids. I Even when dating, if you tell me you have kids, I would like to make sure that you are co-parenting um, with the mom. I, I don't want to hear, oh, she won't let me. No, I want to know that you are in your child's life, even though it did not work out with the mom, because that is very important to me, because I see how it is with my kids when they didn't have a father figure or their father in their life. Number seven, seek closure, not revenge. Again, not something I subscribe to. And I don't want to say that I am actively seeking revenge. But first, let me say, resist the urge for revenge or prolonged conflict with your ex-spouse. Seeking closure through healthy communication and legal channels is more beneficial in the long run. Revenge can prolong emotional pain and hinder your own healing process. I'm going to tell you right now that I I don't want to say I was seeking revenge. And, and you know what? I'm, I think I'm lying when I say that. I think I was, but it wasn't for me. It was because of how my kids, I could see how my kids were feeling. So it was like I was doing it for them. And um, it I, I have to say it wasn't healthy. 
I was obsessed with making sure he knew that we can live in this world without you. (laughs) I don't want to say I became obsessive, but I will say it wasn't the best mindset to be in for me to heal or to grow. And that is how my travel club turned turned from the emancipation of Tay and um, wife goes on or F alimony as, as I had on my logo that I made for it to travel 24 trips to represent the 24 months it took me to get divorced. It turned into a, a travel club for women to get together for a quick weekend to have a quick break from life. It it turned into a celebration of women who were like me, who just wanted a quick break and they will return to our regularly scheduled program on Monday. My focus has shifted and it's not necessarily um, for revenge, but I I will say um, instead of saying I, I want revenge, I seek closure. I do seek closure, but I do that via the courts because there's no talking to this man. I I seek closure via the courts. My lawyer gets closure for me. So, and number eight, the last one, create new goals. Set new personal and professional goals. Having aspirations and plans for the future can provide motivation and a sense of purpose. Your post-divorce life is an opportunity for personal growth and positive change. Again, this is where you get to like do new things that you never thought of or you once thought of, but never had the time to do it because you were so busy focused on other things. But there's a lot of things that I never thought I'd be doing, but I do. And, and I'm proud of myself with my new goals and achieving them. Remember that emotional wellness is an ongoing journey. It's perfectly normal to have both good and challenging days still. I want my tips to help you navigate through emotional complexities of divorce, but I want them also to help you build a brighter future for yourself. So ladies, our next topic next week is occupational wellness. Now, what in the heck does my career have to do with my wellness? Oh, I'll tell you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wife Goes On. If you like the episode and you think it may be useful to someone else, please leave a review at podchaser.com. If you got any questions, just let me know at wifegoeson.org underscore on Instagram. Just DM me. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes sharing these same strategies and tips on how to explore the dimensions of wellness and get back on track with your life after adversity. And ladies... Happy healing.